Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy, and in something unprecedented for me, I am recording on a Saturday. My kids are busy, and I think I might actually have some quiet time to record. So today, we're going to talk about wellness. Dun, dun, dun. Enjoy. All right, so we're going to talk about wellness today, and this seems like an important topic because I used to be a person in the wellness industry, let's call it, with my former at-home coaching services, but I've had a lot of realizations over the past couple of months about what that is and what that looks like, and One of the big things that I'm realizing is that I used to do like a lot of these um, online challenges and I would participate in these big like let's all lose weight together things and I would even promote and like come on come join me like I feel so good don't you want to feel good. And the thing was, yeah, I did feel good. Um, I think I felt good because I had discipline and some like regular things happening in my life when I was following other people's plans. But I was watching a YouTube video today. Um, One of my favorites is Kelty O'Connor. And she was talking about drinking a gallon of water a day for a week to like remove the bloat, to rehydrate her body, to clear up her skin. And the thing I love about her videos is this is how it always goes. Like she starts off, like, I'm just going to see what this is about, or I'm just going to do this for myself. And she seems really good at reading her own body. So halfway through the week, she's like, you know what? I drink more water when I just drink water when I'm thirsty instead of trying to calculate how much water I'm drinking in a day to make sure I get my gallon in and instead of trying to like chug a ton of water so that it's done for the day or I'm trying to catch up for the day I just drink water when I'm thirsty I feel so much better and I drink more water naturally and it was like this beautiful reminder of actually listening to your own goddamn body. And I think back about weight loss for me in the past, and I have never just listened to my own body. And I think part of that was because, you know, I was pretty much just numb to everything. Like I couldn't even hear my own body, um, let alone like sort out what it wanted and meet those needs. (laughs) So I was like, I can emotionally eat or I can follow a prescribed diet and lose weight, I guess only on the prescribed diet. Um, And I know, you know, weight loss comes from a dollar, uh, oh my gosh, a calorie deficit. But the only way I'd lost weight in the past was really to follow a diet because that kind of cleaned up a lot of my life, but then sometimes would lead to binging because I was eating 
outside of what my body needed. I was eat, cutting too many calories or um, so I'd like eat quote unquote clean. I'm going to be using a lot of wellness terms. I'm using my air quotes a lot too. Um, I would eat clean all week and then I would cheat all day Saturday and then I would cheat a little bit on Sunday and then I would have a migraine on Monday and Tuesday and feel like crap and then the cycle would repeat over and over and over again. And yeah, eventually, I mean, I generally was eating in a deficit, so I was still losing weight, but I didn't ever feel like good about the weekends. I always felt like, oh, why can't I just get my shit together? And I've started kind of hearing my body for the first time (laughs) recently, and it's been a very weird thing. I think turning off social media and turning off the TV and just having different goals for myself for this year has really opened up this opportunity for me to like actually hear myself for a change and to no longer be seeking health wisdom on the internet constantly and to no longer be trying to sign up for the next big diet is such a like uncharted place for me. Over the course of the last, what, 10 months, 11 months, um, ugh, I'm embarrassed to say this, because, but it, it is what it is. I've gained 70 pounds. 70 pounds. I have gained a child over the past, not even whole year. And I've really had to kind of like assess what was going on and... <laughs> heal myself a little bit to try to figure out how to do this in a way I've never done it before. I can't just sign up for a diet. I don't believe in detoxes. I'm not going to fast weight off my body. I'm going to just start fucking living for a change. This is apparently going to be a swear word podcast. So I'm, I'm moving into just a space of like something I've never done before. Um, I'm not trying to do like slim fast or cabbage soup of my younger years. I'm not trying to Jenny Craig or um, Weight Watchers points or uh, Beachbody or I'm not trying to do anything to move forward. I'm trying to turn everything off so I can actually hear myself. One of the big things I've noticed over the past year, because I didn't have jujitsu, like I have a lot of energy and like, not just like energy, but like aggressive (laughs) energy. I want to attack other human beings for exercise (laughs) and to have that taken away, like I remember how that felt the first like month and a half or so of really just like, I was, I I was a caged animal. I was not doing well. But then over time, I just found numbing to be the way to cope with the situation. And I'm sure I'm not alone in this with the whole shutting down of cities where it was like, I really don't have a choice but to shut this shit down until I can go out into the world again. And now I'm like, I have to get out in the world because I'm losing my mind 
and I'm realizing that I do not have any pants that fit because I've gained 70 pounds. And, you know, I, maybe I'm not horribly embarrassed. I've been laying low for sure. Like I've been avoiding seeing people because I'm like, I don't want anyone to see this situation. And to be honest, I don't really want like help either, if that makes sense. Like I don't want someone to see me and be like, oh, you should do this diet. Um, And I don't know if anyone actually would do that. You know what? We make up so much shit in our own heads about what people will think of us that may or may not even be true. And even if it is true, does it really matter? It's like a self-therapy session in the middle of the podcast recording today. So (sighs) into uncharted territory. And I have a friend, (laughs) Jonathan, named naming names, who last year I was like probing for diet information and because he is a fitness person. He is a fit person and he is a um, like deliberately living his life kind of person. I'm like, how do you do it? And he's like, make a checklist and do the shit. (laughs) But also he dropped the little tip of like, don't cut anything out. Just pay attention to what you're eating. And I, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth and say the wrong thing because this was a while ago, but it was basic. Like I left with, I'll give you the impression I left that conversation with. I left the conversation with like, so what you're saying is don't be on a diet, just live life and take care of yourself. That was the impression I left with, which at the time of like having gained this weight, I was like, damn it, that's not what I wanted to hear. I wanted you to tell me like, eat a stick of butter every day and don't do anything else. And thank you again, sir, for that tidbit if you happen to listen to this podcast. But over the past month, I would say, like since Christmas-ish, um... I had a lot more opportunity to get movement into my day. My habits have been like overrunning my life and have got me to that place of inspiration now where I'm like motivated to actually do shit for myself again. And I don't know if that's how it happens. Like if you have to wait for the things to start building or if it's just the starting of the habits and checking the things off saying, yeah, I actually got up and did human shit today um, to get you moving forward. But whatever got me here, um, maybe it's just because I want to wear my pants again. I'm motivated, moving, paying attention. And for the first time in my life, like, unfortunately, I mean, kind of, I'm like aware now. (laughs) I'm it was so much easier to like hand over my wellness with a lot of money and be like, fix me please. than it is to realize that like you have everything in your body that you need and you just have to actually like listen to your body, like eat when you're hungry and drink water when you're thirsty and move when your body wants to move instead of trying to shut it all off constantly. And trying to be like, no, you're not hungry. 
Those aren't hunger pains. Just ignore that. Only drink water for four days. I've never done a water fast, but I've researched them because I was like, I gotta lose weight. <laughs> uh, oh, YouTube and your rabbit holes. So the other thing that has kind of given me the push I needed, I think, was to take a social media break. Um, I'm not, it's been a couple weeks now since I went off Instagram and I have been off of Facebook for a year and I just, like, I'm still addicted to picking up my phone. I constantly look at my phone, like, come on, something, there has to be an email, there has to be something and there's nothing there. And then I'm slowly starting to like distance myself from that and not be quite so like paying so much attention to the outside world and turning more and more inward. And I've been watching more movies and shows that are kind of like go out and live life movies, let's say. And so I'm going to talk about those a little bit, but I watched um, a couple of episodes of The Black Mirror on Netflix, and one of the episodes in particular, there is a girl who has her like addiction to her phone, and there's like a rating system for people, and I really related to that, like at the height of my, like let's say, coming undone because of social media, I was like, oh my gosh, I relate so much to this episode. <laughs> And then I had recently read Where'd You Go, Bernadette? And so movies like that that are like um, people discovering life that's like bigger than what they thought it could be have been really like drawing me in lately. And I happened upon The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. And I fully admit to having watched this movie three times in the past three weeks because... I think it's a combination of things. I really enjoy the music that's on the movie. It's like a really like kind of low key movie. Um, but the main character, Walter Mitty, who is played by Ben Stiller, is like a daydreamer. And as somebody who has spent a significant portion of their life living in their own head, um, I really related <laughs> to his character of like kind of just missing out on things that are happening around him because he's so like off in his own daydreams and in his own head. And then as the movie progresses, he starts like saying, like, I hate to say saying yes to life because that feels really cliche, but he actually starts doing things. And when he starts doing things, he daydreams less and he actually participates in his life more. And I'm not necessarily interested in jumping out of a helicopter into the ocean and hitting sharks with briefcases, but I can think back to like when I started jujitsu, when I started teaching yoga, like when I'm doing things in my life, it's a lot easier for me to get out of my own head. And so just the sheer beauty of this movie because it shows one of my big dreams is to go to Iceland. I just think it is so beautiful and they film there and it's these beautiful mountains and picturesque valleys and it's so beautiful and 
watching these big spanning open worlds with this little tiny person walking across the screen is just something that is like, oh, I have to, I have to go somewhere. I have to do something <laughs> kind of pull movies. But something about that I think has also fed the motivation takeover, I guess, that I remember when I listen to myself, when I do things that I want to do, I feel more alive. I feel more connected to myself. And when I'm caught up in doing other people's yes stuff, um, I lose that. Another little epiphany happening as I'm recording. So it's really... I mean, it's tis the season. Like, this is the time of year that we get caught up in a lot of people's stuff. Like, we all want to go on diets and we all want to change things about ourselves. It's the new year, new me. And I just am so happy to kind of have this filter on now where I can see, hey, that kind of smells like wellness shit. Because wellness has, like, taken the place of, like, diet culture is, like, now wellness culture. (laughs) And people are like, well, how are you, you know, taking care of yourself in these ways and make sure you drink your lemon water and do this and do that. And to really start to just shed that stuff and to shed the people that were attached to that stuff, um, to kind of feel like there's not really anybody in my life who's selling me an agenda right now (laughs) is pretty peaceful. So a couple weeks without Instagram, apparently I can hear my own thoughts and like actually recognize thirst in my own body now. And I'm following the very well said advice about taking care of like my body and I'm realizing that this year is going to have to be like the year of I keep thinking of like discipline like self-discipline but I don't that maybe means something different to me than it means to somebody else but it's like I've been saying yes to so many things outside of myself for the past year Like, oh, yes, okay, I will stay locked in my house and eat Oreos and then look for diets all year. And there's this lovely shift happening away from the wellness culture and away from numb, can't move culture to wanting other things for myself wanting to have better mobility and getting back to lifting weights in the way that I enjoy lifting weights and walking and just feeling like I'm here and connected and not distracted by this race to achieve something that I don't even know what it is. I don't even know if that made sense, but there's something about the way I was living before that really set off this 
collision that happened when I was removed from my life. <laughs> and I know I'm not the only one who experienced that. I, I think a lot of people have transitioned to working at home as well and being with their kids a lot more and trying to manage your mental health and your physical health and so much feeling unknown and spending a lot of time scrolling was just slowly destroying my will to try to come back and I guess this is basically becoming an ad for taking breaks from your Instagram <laughs> and your TV because I feel like the more time you're able to spend with yourself without outside input and without, um, let's just call it like consuming, like without constantly seeking things to consume, um, there's this other place and it's like, oh, so this is what it's like to be present with yourself. This is what it's like to be present when you interact with your kids without your phone between your body and theirs. And I don't know. It's a pretty cool place. So on a side note, um, a thank you to another friend, uh, Tina, who pushed me repeatedly to purchase watercolors. She was really enjoying that as a like side hobby to relieve stress and create. And... That has been a new thing over the past like two weeks that I have started dabbling in and enjoying, like genuinely just enjoying shutting everything down and smearing paint on paper. And I think that when I'm consuming a lot, I can't switch to creation mode very easily. So... Da, da, da. That concludes our wellness podcast episode <laughs> on a Saturday. I'm not sure when I'm going to post, but almost February this year. Um, it's rolling right along super fast already, of course. And I don't know. I guess I will just update you on this actually drinking water when I'm thirsty instead of just trying to force a gallon down a day thing as it comes up. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy your life wherever you are. I feel like a lot of people are calming the hell down right now, so that's nice. And I don't know, may we just like breathe for a minute. Just This feels like a good namaste moment. Namaste. All right, that concludes today's episode of Optimistically Salty. I'm not really in the habit of coming back and recording like a goodbye statement. I usually just cut it off awkward style because that's how I roll. But... I guess I feel like I should just thank my listeners and, you know, still keeping it awkward officially, I feel, as I'm talking right now. But um, 
Optimistically Salty officially hit 7,000 listens this week. And I'm just a little bit like, my mind is blown a little bit. And also I'm realizing that that probably means that a lot more people are experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing and you can get so isolated that you don't know it. And maybe humans are a lot more relatable than we give credit for. On a final note, I was reading a book talking about what happens when you are awakening and I wanted to share a little scenario with you. So the awakening process, whether it be spiritual or whatever you want to relate it to in your life, is like being at a party and everybody else at the party is drinking a lot of alcohol or whatever else they do at parties and you're sober. And because they're all intoxicated, they assume you are as well. And they conduct themselves accordingly. They're living out their life. They're loving it. They're continuing the process. And they just keep living that out. And you, sober, can see the difference between you and what's going on around you. And the things that they say to you, you realize are like more about them than about you. (laughs) And you kind of get this like awareness of the people in the room that you wouldn't have if you were joining in in the drinking or whatever. And I'm finding that as the years go by, this is becoming more and more evident to me when I realize like I'm losing touch with being one of the people who is in the party drinking. And it's getting harder and harder to connect and relate to the people who are still drinking. But I'm starting to also realize that a lot of people are starting to become sober people. I'm having conversations that really show me that people are waking up. People are deciding they don't want to participate in things anymore that don't really fulfill them. And it's kind of a cool time in my life, I guess, to really see things moving in that way and to, I don't know, it's a cool time to just wake up. So as always, stay optimistic and, you know, a little salty. Until next time. Bye-bye.